Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending where you are. Thank you to be with us. Today, the team wanted to, like we speak about um, an Italian guy who really astonished me by his uh, very fast vision, very sharp vision, by his uh, character, which is always unhappy before, always unhappy just before, always very happy after, a way to put pressure to all the people around him. I want to speak about an aesthetic guy called uh, Mr. Francesco Ragazzi from Palm Angels. We received a call from the head of communication, Giovanna Alderisi, to ask us to think about how we could find a venue in Paris for a show for this brand. And uh, looking forward, we discuss about how uh, the brand is situated. So we had a discussion through this lady of a um, definition of how she was seeing being a head of a group of uh, brands uh, communication, how she was seeing the, the specificity of this brand. And there is... Uh, something about the beginning in Paris, not the beginning of the brand, but the beginning of showing in Paris. Was it a show, was it a presentation again? The, the same problem appears. And we uh, agree that uh, a, a way of presentation, but making several shows, would be the best solution. So we speak, and I received the first uh, inspiration elements from Francesco that I haven't met yet. Um, the first element were uh, images referring to Vietnam War. The fire in the forest, the napalm. It was very, very violent. And I didn't understand this violence because I took it to the first degree. And I think that people would have taken on the first degree. And this is why we really exchanged by email uh, about this first degree, what was my advice and how to use it and how to, until I understood that one of the roots from Francesco is this provocation. And there's something how to express through what he knows, what he exceeded, which is fashion, which is graphism. How can he express his fear, but also his strength, how he can express the way he doesn't accept what is happening a lot of parts in the world. There is a lot of ways. He can write books, he can make films, he can make songs, music. He can make theater. You can tag the walls, or you can bring this message through fashion. Building a brand with this kind of roots it's uh, super respectful. So we begin by doing a show at the Bazaar in a, in a space that we totally twist, building several height stage on which the model were coming and then staying, creating like uh, a crowd of people looking to the audience from the top. There was benches in front and the front of the first, uh, we say stage, which were not very deep, 
on purpose was a screen, a video screen, on which some of these images were passing with a very violent music. The kind of uh, meeting between the colorful, peaceful, in a way, clothes to this aggressive music and these very violent images was really interesting. And so I begin to understand the, the way that uh, Francesco was seeing about uh, going, uh, communicating a message, how he could be uh, needed to try to, again, twist, uh, switch things off and switch things on, make remember um, where we are living and why we are living. I wouldn't say it goes so deep in the, the will. I just want to say that the way I have felt it. Then we had to do the second show. And I suggested that we make the second show in a very, very classical, very, very fashion, which was the Salon, Monsieur Salon was doing his couture, which is near uh, the Rue de Rivoli, in front of the Jardin des Tuileries, just near the Place Vendôme, in the one of the heart of luxury. And it was at this uh, Westing Hotel and uh, the gold. But how to make this show and how to make it uh, going through uh, this message without video images. And this is why we thought of taking uh, industrial fluorescent as they were falling from the ceiling. It means we have uh, lines, two lines of uh, accumulation of fluorescent on a weird color, some kind of... Uh, of violet color of runway, which was totally disconnected to the all what is around, and to light only this runway, and to have these people arriving when the when the fluorescent was uh, were flickering, and so boom, they light up, and we made the show with the music, which was more reggae kind of music, if I remember, it was something uh, more happy, but inside this bizarre. So what do those installation? What is the installation is doing here? And that was this question that we tried to succeed. After the show, Francesco uh, gave us a call and gave me a call like maybe a couple of months after saying, uh, I think we have to move. I think Paris is enough. Uh, I want to come back home in Milan. And I think later I'm going to go in New York. So we went back in Milan with the team in Milan, with uh, Matteo Narditi and his team. And so uh, we looked to venues all around, venues who can really, that he could like, but he didn't like any of them until a friend of him, which is a collector of cars and a garage guy, had uh, uh, bought a new place where he was refurbishing. It was a garage with uh, two level on the ground and some level of uh, very, very strange because very high, but totally dusty, totally destroyed. It was like a, when I saw the image and when I went to Milan to look at it, it looked really like a, a place I said, well, that could be a party for punk. So this is exactly what I want. What could we do inside? What could we do inside? And this is how we, uh, we have the feeling of, of saying, okay, can you imagine it's a kind of revolutionary people living here? So they have all these uh, posters and uh, Italian were very, very strong in graphism and also very strong activists in the 70s, 60s, 70s, uh, in a bad way sometime and in a very positive way other time. And there was all these posters 
which was like a continuity of the posters of 1905 or 1910, 1917 in Russia at that time, before Soviet Union. And we, I suggest that, what, why don't you work on that direction and we make posters and you refurbish it as palm angel posters, like the palm trees in fires with messages. And so this is the way we went. And we went to bring these people inside this venue, going downstairs in a really, really place where they have uh, wheels of cars uh, accumulation, but they were there. It was not a wheel, it was not an art piece. To arrive to this kind of long corridor, pretty high in all concrete, that we clean a bit and put a lot of posters on the walls. And this is this uh, an, another way of provocation, because just after the show, DJ continued to play, bars open, and people could have a drink and listen to music, exactly like it was a, a jamming punk. And that was the first real uh, switch provocation we made. We had to do the other one, which was in the more more in summer, in June, which was and you know it was very warm, and uh, we decided to go in, a, in a, a, a musical place where it was a huge marquee open on a on a space like Nowhereland, and uh, thinking about what we could do, there was these. Uh, this communication around the magazine about uh, sand and how sand is also a big problem of uh, of ecology. And so um, Francesco said, well, that's what I want. I want a huge, 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 like uh, sand as the sand was falling like it was a part of a beach inside his industrial place, dirty place. And we have a big, big track having Palm Angel's symbol on the side. A truck with Palm like a, a, a sun truck. Uh, and with Palm Angel's, it's totally unexpected. And it was really raw in the feeling. as really like, this is how it is. And this is where we made the show all around, with a really feeling of a provocation again. You went to the punk, and then from the... Napoleon the third goal in Paris, you arrive in Milan, you went to the punk place, and then you are in the industrial place. It was like statement things. It works pretty nice, this provocation again. And so we had to work on the one after. Francesco had the idea to try to make a, a, a show as an a, a art gallery or art museum. Uh, to be honest, I was not totally con con convinced of it, but uh, he's the brand, and like a lot of other uh, designers, they have a vision, and they know the vision better than anyone else. Sometimes they can listen, which is an amazing, cool moment, and sometimes they are so convinced of their vision that we have to make it happen and make it the best and the more uh, similar to what they are expecting. And after a lot of research on his side, he came back to me by maybe three, two or three weeks before, saying, well, I don't find the cohesion of all that. What can we do? And I said, well, there is something for me that I love with the punk place. We have to find a place where we have to bring people again on an unexpected space, abandoned kind of industrial space, and we have to play with laser beams. 
said, wow, laser, like, but how? Like, that's real disco? I said, not at all. We're going to use it like, uh, put laser beam on the floor, like, like 20 centimeters from the floor, creating a square of laser. And the people are wa- have to walk inside that. So the laser stop to their feet. Sometimes they're going to try to walk out of the laser. You have the feeling of uh, surveillance. You have a feeling of game in a way, like you were in a, in a, in a, in a video game. And then when they arrive in the room, that should be laser black, like red laser. But when they arrive in the room, which have the same kind of things made with uh, green laser on the ceiling. And after that, when we make the show, we mustn't have a full runway littered. We need to have people standing up and then the models are walking. You have spaces with lamps. We have to keep this idea of you are in a, in a video game, in a kind of video game where a punk video game, unexpected and uh, again, with a kind of aggressism, but not so much. It's more the image you project yourself on what you see, who create your own yourself create this uh, weird image. So we've done this, and it was the first time from a very long, long time that I haven't worked with laser. And that was amazing because people were like expecting, they were playing with their foot inside the laser beam, and then we're looking on the ceiling waiting for the show. And so after they were very concentrated, very concentrated in the... Um, what we have to really look, the collection was amazing, this one, by the way. And so, after this punk thing, we shouldn't continue this way. So, Francesca said, why don't we go in something like the first show? And I said, with video? I said, no, not with video, but there's a kind of a structure, in a white structure. And uh, we should do it outside now. So, we even found a place just at the bottom of the tower uh, of the amazing, beautiful uh, building from the Prada Foundation and uh, respect. And uh, we went down there on a nowhere land again and we built a pyramide absolutely pure white in the middle of nowhere. And that's pyramide, the models were walking after up, like to create some kind of uh, fascist, you may say, thing, structure that can, you can see inside the, some films of the 40s, but because of what occurs, because of the looks, it gives totally the opposite. It gives more an idea of the middle of Nevada with the installation of uh, uh, Burning Man. And it's very, again, a, a, a twist way I understood. And when he looked three days before to the building, he said, that could be an helicopter place. We can imagine. So we put on the floor draw on the floor the, the circle and the cross as it was a helicopter place going, a helicopter can go up and down like an helicopter airport. I put the people around and we made the show. And the show was amazing to see all this model turning around and taking their position on different places and feeling it, but not feeling it from the top to the bottom, feeling as if they exactly won. In reality, with June and with the team, we put them in position to have a a different harmony between the running order to the final image because everyone is seeing only one-fourth of the collection at the end. After that, when I may say that uh, two years after, I passed by the, the, the space and the sign of the helicopter are still there. <laughs> That's going to be for history. After this one, 
And he said, now it's time for me to go in New York. Which I think it's one of the very interesting uh, vision. I do believe, I do believe that uh, a collection and a show shouldn't be for certain brands always at the same place. There shouldn't be a habit. They should go where they want to open, where they want to show. Because it's uh, the fashion show is a place of, uh, of uh, expression which should go directly to the people. I also think that uh, the fashion shows should be open more to audience, more to people who love the brand. Let's call it consumers, even if I don't like this word, but people who love the brand, that to the, the professional of the profession. We tried to find a place in New York and ask him, what is the concept you have? And the concept is, for me, New York, our stage of music, so I would like that people go on the stage. So we found a place which is a dancing rehearsal place, very beautiful theater also, called Cedar Lake. And the, the team from Alexandra to, to Edward and uh, Maddie and all the team in New York um, really made a way that in this space, which was totally adapted, we had a very big backstage who helped a lot to have photos. The Francesco can make his interviews with his VIP, etc. And we could build on the other side like it was a stage. What does that mean, both a stage? It means that the structure of the light has to be super visible, super geometric, and that the people should have light in their eyes for a moment, like really they were on the stage. The sound has to be very directional, very strong, and that uh, in the middle of this, with uh, risers in metal, we had on Francesco ideas, but I would like to have some opposition like uh, Roman sculpture that the production uh, in New York, uh, Alex and Edward and Marie and uh, Madison found it uh, at Warner. And we box them in uh, fake mirror, see-through mirror, which was amazing that the modernity, when you light inside and you see the sculpture appears, like the Venus or the Apollonis, if I, even I take about the Greek names, and uh, when you switch them off, you have the reflection of the light and reflection of the audience and of the models. It was a very interesting set. Likewise, we have an introduction of music, of the ask an expression of music, of uh, a minute, a minute and a half. And we begin to work a month and a half ago on computer to link every microsecond of the music to light effect progression. And that uh, create a tension. And this tension, because of the perfection of the link, the tension open to the moment where the first model come. Normally the introduction could be none or seven seconds or 10 seconds. Here we had more than 90 seconds, which is one minute and a half, very long. But the people on stage always will remember it. And it was the same at the end. During the show, the models were lit and the light was a bit plain, but for the finale, it was like the stage, like a, a U2 concert, you know, was really uh, concentrated on making a, a moving lamps effect, hyper-coordinated, hyper-geometrical, and everything in the rhythm of the music. The reflection on the mirror and the appear suddenly of the sculpture, the, the, the feeling of a, a breathing, which was something very important because otherwise, this kind of light could be very mechanical, and mechanical is destroying emotion. 
and the goal was for people to feel a very strong emotion. After that show, who was, for once, I remember him coming at 3 a.m. in the morning and being totally unhappy. And uh, we had to stay all night to work on that. So it was uh, not a change for me, but really unhappy. And then coming back in the morning to see after the rehearsal, to see before the rehearsal what we've done and being hyper happy. And that's a part of a, of a character in a very positive way for me because this character is always trying to push again uh, the people that he believes good and even excellent around him uh, further, further for his own benefit and the benefit of the brand for which we are all here for. Then the one after, it was the man, he said, now I'm going to make the make Milan and uh, we're going to make the Milan, the, the, the women in New York. So we went back in uh, Milan. But after the strength of the show in New York, uh, we couldn't stay just on an aesthetic point of view. So with Matteo, with Marie, with June, with all the team in Milan and in Paris, we said we have to find a space that's absolutely unexpected even for Milan. So an industrial place, uh, even as beautiful it can be, as uh, brutalism it could be, is something you can find in Milan. So uh, Matteo came with him, why don't we do it in the metro? There is one metro we could maybe do something in. And I said, it's amazing. That's a great idea to, again, go downstairs. It's really a punk idea, but with a new kind of aesthetic. And so when we show the metro to to Francesco and to his team, they say, wow, nobody have done that, right? No. Say, so why don't we put, well, we don't have nature inside. And so we build walls of uh, plants inside the metro with people sitting, super effect of light, light and the, 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 the rhythm of light was something who was becoming important for him to be. And so we made this show. Uh, the audiences had a, a, an invitation with an address in front of and so they arrive and they see the, there was guard in front of the metro, so they come to the underground, they have to go down, and they went in sp inside this space, very long, with only plants, like if really the plants have eaten the walls, with light inside, with light on the bottom of their feet, and the show began by only the projection of, of the models walking in front of them, the audience was in the center, back to back, and uh, the models were lit by light which were on the floor, who light them and project their shadow on the on the, the plants. It was a very terrible thing, because you can imagine to work in the metro how difficult is it, with, it is with people which are doing their job, but doing a job which was so different than our job in the speed, in the way we are used to coordinate everything in a very short time. And uh, after that show, he said, uh, now you have to find something for New York. Find me a venue. I want a huge venue. I want something very big, but I want also to have a place to make a video behind. I want a place to make interviews. I want a huge backstage and I want it to be very well situated in Manhattan. That was, uh, we had a long discussion with the PR and said, what is a thousand of people? We want to have a thousand of people in New York yet. Are you inviting the, 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 the consumers? Are you inviting? No, we're not. So basically we need to have what? 400, 500, yes, and take care. There will be very big VIPs, so we need to have a special entrance of VIPs. So the cahier de charge of what we have to found, like a venue, was super complicated. Alex and Maddie and the team uh, find uh, 
after uh, I mean, uh, two or three weeks of research. An amazing space on the first floor in the middle of the, the center of Manhattan, Midtown. And uh, it was an old uh, shop on the bottom, an office on the top. Very flat, beautiful, and to be rented. So after negotiation, we arrived to show it to to Francisco when he was in New York and he with his team and, and he loved it because he totally understand it was not very very high so it was like a question of how do we make something so I begin to draw like Iceland of, uh, of people and uh, a pathway for the model which was uh, between all these groups but very very clean he said I want something who give modernity and luxury the opposite of rock and roll punk concert but I want something with a lot of light effect. And I suggested that we build like uh, a gel for the audience of uh, these new LED tubes, very strong light, but also can change color. And so by creating memories and playing with the movement of light, going back and forth of, of, uh, of make them flickering, we can create an introduction and a finale with an effect pretty wow. And to have the people to have to walk on a special space to go inside their own island to create like salon in the, in the idea of couture where there are no more than two rows. So it means that everybody and a shape very low, very rectangular, benches very rectangular. So every, and to have this concept of luxury, which is carpet. When a carpet is thick, it's exactly when you speak, you walk inside uh, uh, a five-star hotel, you you have the feeling on your foot to be in a luxury space. You have this feeling because when you walk, you have a thickness of wall. So we made a space with this very thick carpet, with little walls, with tubes, vertical, every one meter twenty, all around, and though people can walk between this one meter twenty, where there is no little wall, or they can walk between the tubes. With this, we created like an art installation in which, very humble, but in which the audience was in. But the, the model walk between this, with the audience looking through the tubes, one meter twenty, with a good calculation due to the distance of uh, the audience, to be able to see with a good angle of view. And uh, with effect of light, as usual, the day of, uh, the day of uh, before evening, like 2 a.m., Francesco was totally unhappy. He was unhappy, he was unhappy, he said, ah, that doesn't mean a thing, that's not what I'm looking forward, etc., etc. And then the morning of the show, when you arrive and see the rehearsal, he say, that's amazing, it's pure, the effect is direct, but at the same time, super refined and superb. And he was super, very, really happy. The audience had his entrance when they can see some kind of art installation he made. The super VIP have another entrance where the photographer didn't know so they can come in and have a space to receive the photos. Oh, everything was um, linked like a labyrinth when they didn't know it. So we had... Uh, or interns who were in charge of every little production-wise, I wouldn't say it was a nightmare. It was like uh, three or four times the number of parameters we should take care of on a normal show. 
and to have the people coming here to have the photos and all that, to have the, the drink and to see Francesco on these uh, interviews and to have the audience arriving and to be able to see them without disturbing and blah, blah, blah. It was uh, a very interesting, very slick, fluid show. And that was the last one before COVID. End of the day. Respect for, for Francesco. His brand, his handling, with so much strength and creativity and also lucidity. And uh, this anger uh, who have been transformed in a positive and dreamy way. Thank you. <laughs>